Welcome to the Cleaning for Profit podcast, the podcast that helps you get started in your own cleaning business. For more information on starting your own cleaning business, visit cleaningforprofit.com. Hi there, my name is Tom Watson, and I will be walking you through this episode. Today's episode is titled, Getting Fired, It Happens, Learn From It. Getting fired isn't any fun. I know I don't like it, and I don't think I ever met anyone who did. But the fact is, it's going to happen to you in the cleaning business. Whenever somebody says something is going to happen, the next line is usually get used to it. But that's not the message for today. You see, I don't want you to get used to it. I want you to learn from it when it happens. Now, just because you learn from it over time doesn't mean this will prevent it from happening altogether. But what it does do is help prevent you from making the same mistakes over and over again. It also clues you in to how others perceive you and your service. So needless to say, this knowledge is very valuable to you and your company. At the end of the day, you need to learn from it in order to be the best company possible down the road. You may be wondering why I chose this topic for today. Well, the reason is quite simple. I just got fired. Yes, this happens even to me. I'm not terribly proud of it, but the fact is it does happen from time to time. Luckily, I can go for extended stretches without ever getting into trouble. And for that, I'm grateful for. Anyway, why did I get fired must be your next thought. Well, it was a combination of reasons, some of which were valid and others not so much. So first off, the valid reasons. Number one, dusting and vacuuming a little too close to people who were still working or not vacuuming at all in those areas. Okay, here's the facts. The fact is we were allowed in after 6 p.m. to clean this particular account. The vast majority of times nobody was there at that time. But when they were, we did our best to work around them until the few leftovers peeled off and went home, which they normally did before we finished. Sadly, sometimes they didn't leave before we needed to vacuum or dust, and the act of doing so annoyed some people. So we tried not vacuuming or dusting around their desks to eliminate that annoyance. This only led to the big boss getting mad because we didn't vacuum or dust around those desks. It was a can't-win scenario, in a way. So, how could I have fixed this? Well, the easy way would have been to just not come in at 6 p.m. sharp, because that was the time we were allowed in. If we just came a little later, all of this would have been avoided. With that said, the way the schedule was set up, it made that kind of hard to do, as this account was the first of several for the night. And this particular account was the only logical place to start the route, as the other jobs could not be cleaned until later in the evening. So it made sense to do this first. We did our best to make it work, and it did for about five years or so, but it ultimately failed in the end. Number two, the perception we just wanted to get in and out quickly. This is a tricky one to handle because while we do want to get in and out as fast as possible, we don't want the customer to know that. You see, the bottom line is, the faster and more efficient you are, the more you earn. But that needs to be balanced by never letting the customer see you rushed. If you look like a madman trying to get done as soon as possible, then people will think you're not cleaning well. Perception becomes reality. So the goal is to not rush in a sense, just be super efficient. Now, how could I have fixed this? 
Well, no easy way other than to just clean later so that nobody is timing you on a stopwatch. Now, again, that wasn't an option for this account. There is also a component to this that is hard to fix. And this is because when all was said and done, we were putting the right amount of time in. It's not like we were bidding the job for two hours, but only spending 15 minutes cleaning. But sadly, sometimes the customer doesn't care about that. And unfortunately, sometimes you get penalized for being too efficient. All right, now let's tackle the one reason that wasn't all that valid. Uh, the boss went looking for dirt, and she found it. Hey, no surprise here. If you look hard enough anywhere in most accounts, you'll find something that will make somebody unhappy. What people need to realize is that you have to balance clean with budget. Now, keep in mind, that argument is a tough sell in most cases, and I don't recommend you use it until you get some experience under your belt. You'll just make people madder. Anyway, the fact is this account was getting cleaned according to the work schedule that we all agreed upon in the beginning. So basically, she had to go behind furniture in a crowded and cramped office, her office, to find anything. What she did find was mouse poop. And she wasn't happy because it was right in her office. Now, the tough part is she had enough furniture stuffed in that office to furnish another three offices. So needless to say, there was not much room to get around, let alone move stuff. So it was kind of a high wire act just walking through the office. The only way we would have had to, to solve this was to empty out the entire office and vacuum behind the furniture. And that's not an option. That's not customary. Now, how could I have fixed this? Well, like I said, moving everything out of the office to get to that one spot is conical, and you know we're not expected to do that. Uh, also, when you play out that logic, I guess she expected that type of effort in every office in the entire facility that we cleaned. And of course, that's not normal and customary either. Uh, the way to solve this would have been to push hard for a quarterly type clean to address those issues. You get into spots that you don't normally get into. Uh, this would have addressed it effectively uh, the vast majority of times. The reason why I didn't in this office, uh, because uh, there was a couple reasons for this. The boss was extremely demanding at times. Uh, she could fly off the handle. And I wasn't sure it was all worth the headache, to be honest with you. And number two, I didn't see how I could possibly charge enough to make it worth my time. So as you can see, you can learn a lot about getting fired. It can yield some good lessons about how to handle things on your next account. Some of the things that you learn may help you and some may not. But just make sure you analyze where the train came off the tracks and try to minimize the chance of it happening again. So this wraps up our episode of Getting Fired. It happens. Learn from it. I hope you found it interesting and thanks again for listening. Be sure to check back next week for our next episode. For more information on how to start your own cleaning business, I encourage you to visit my blog over at Cleaning for Profit. Just click on the blog section for my latest posts. Should you have any questions or comments about this episode, just visit the website and go to the Contact Me page. I look forward to talking to you, and I'll see you next week.